Welcome everybody to the Shatter and Breathe podcast. I am Sean and I want to thank you for tuning in, listening in, giving me any of your time. It is absolutely appreciated. This venture of mine has been a long time coming. I've been wanting to do it for a while, but um, insecurities and anxieties will put things on the back burner. And um, I finally decided to just go for it and try it out. What I want this podcast to do is... um, One is helping me be able to touch up on my focus um, because I I have a tendency to go down rabbit holes, I have a tendency to lose focus. I'm going to try to make every episode um, about a certain topic and kind of touch base on that, trying to keep it, trying to keep the focus all on um, one subject matter. And I mean, you can, you know, you can branch off as well, but trying to maintain the entire episode around that. Will I succeed? Probably not. But I would like to do regular episodes as well, just talking about um, anything and everything. I'll, so I'll probably do that as well. But um, the, the main focus is setting, a, setting each episode with a main focus point and touching base on it. And two is hopefully what I talk about can relate to somebody out there. Hopefully it can relate to a lot of people. Um, Sometimes when we go through things or we think about things, sometimes it feels as if we're probably the only ones that think about that or we're probably the only ones that feel that way. And it's not the case. It's very rarely the case. So I hope people out there can get as much from this as I am, because it is a, uh, it is something that I'm working on my anxieties, my, um, my self-confidence, my focus, but I'm also hoping that it can help others who hear what I'm talking about, who can relate to what I say, and they can feel a little less alone. That's what I'm really hoping can happen from this. Um, it's going to be, I'm going to put it out. I'm not exactly sure where I'm putting it out. I don't know exactly how I'm distributing it yet, but I am planning on having it the same day, every week, same time, consistent. That way you always know when and where you can listen to the new episode. Um, this is officially episode one. I wasn't sure if I should do an introductory episode or if I should just dive in head first. Um, but this one, I'm hoping to at least have this one in a half hour, but I'm intending on every week to have an hour worth of an episode. I will go into some detail about what to expect from it. Um, it's going to talk a lot about mental health. It's going to talk a lot about perception, awareness, um, just in-depth, soul-searching, core discussion. If nothing else, just trigger thought. Just trigger thought, wonder, questions. I am, I am a Christian. However, I fully believe in the idea of ask questions all the time i believe i believe god gave us a mind for us to use it um some may say quite the opposite however that's just my belief so i don't judge you if you're not religious that's another thing some people say they're not religious but they have a relationship with god um, like I respect that too. I I walk a thin line sometimes with religion versus relationship. Um, so there's no like there's no judgment here. The only judgment you'll get from me is if you hurt innocent people. Um, but besides that, I I'm not gonna judge you for what you believe in, what you don't believe in. 
uh, how you feel, how you don't feel. Who you are as a person is you, and that's all we can be. Um, so you won't get any judgment there. I, I just, like one of the big things I want from this is just a sense of connection, a sense of relief. I hate misery, I hate ego, I hate self-righteousness, I just, okay, it's between hate and strongly dislike, <laughs> we'll go that route. Try to stay positive here, that, that's the main focus point, is positivity and understanding, and understanding why sometimes that's hard. I'm not perfect, I'm far from perfect. I, as much as I do try to preach peace and understanding and empathy, um, I say some ignorant stuff. Uh, I have dark humor, and uh, I laugh at things some people probably think I shouldn't, but that's just kind of how the world molded me. That That's who I am. Um, so I'm not perfect in that sense, but I'm just trying to understand myself. I'm trying to understand the world. I'm trying to understand what the purpose is. And that's that's where I'm at. Most of the people who are listening to this, at least I hope a few of them are anyway, already know me because I'll be posting this on my Facebook and stuff like that. Um, but for those who don't know me, I, uh, I like to write. I love writing. Uh, that's how I kind of vent. It's how I let loose of some of the pent-up thoughts and feelings and attitudes and get a lot off my chest through writing and uh i'm known to write a few paragraphs when i probably could get away with one i'm just very i really want i really want to come across as clear as i can about certain issues certain certain topics I just want to make sure I am understood. I don't leave a lot of room for interpretation when I'm trying to make a point. I want it to be understood. I want it to be. I want people to listen. I want people to understand what I'm saying as best as they can. So I go in depth, and this is something that will help me not have to write it down. Just uh, talk with you guys who are willing to listen the beautiful part about podcasting is you have a mic and you have the world you can talk you can express and if people are interested they'll listen if they're not interested there's a million other outlets to listen to so you have the ability to put yourself out there and share what you have what you feel you have to offer and the beautiful part is people if they really do appreciate it if they really do if they really are interested they'll listen and for anybody who's still listening i really appreciate it um truly last year i started a clothing brand and i named it shatter and breathe when I went to make this podcast, I had a few different names in mind. However, this podcast is basically the embodiment of what Shatter and Breathe means. You Sometimes you have to fall apart before you build yourself back up proper. Sometimes it takes an, a moment, an event, a circumstance to really shake you to your core, to really knock you down to where you feel like you're just flat on your back and there's no lower to go. What you need to feel is if you are completely broken. And that feeling is okay. As long as you realize that it ain't the end. You can't let that be the end. So once you're broken, you can take that breath. You can feel the blessing of a new start, a new realization. You just shake 
you shake off what was weighing you down before, what put you down. You take a breath, you soak in what the world is offering, and you go again. That's the message behind Shatter and Breathe. Letting yourself completely crumble, and then building an empire on those ashes. I think I explained it as well as I think I can right now. It's the first one, the first episode, I'm nervous. I'm trying my best not to stutter too much or, or fumble over my words. I have a good bit, that's why this is edited. I would, I do want eventually, if enough people start to follow, um, to start doing a live podcast where we can engage better. But um, until then, it's, it's just going to be recorded and then posted out at the time every week, which is perfectly fine. Um, it'll it'll give the podcast a good foundation to see if if you guys are interested, if you guys are enjoying it. And I really hope you are. I appreciate any feedback. Honest feedback is good feedback, bad or good. Um, I'd appreciate whatever ends would like to recommend. If something you don't like, you can tell me. If you something you like, you can tell me. Honest feedback is very valuable. It is more valuable than people realize. So now that I've explained more or less what the podcast is going to be about, um, I can, I'll get into one of the episode ideas I had. In this episode, I will now tie in Temporary people in your life. Um, I am immensely blessed with people in my life that I love. People that I care about, who care about me. So often I see people who are lonely, who feel as if they have no one, who feel as if it's them versus the world by themselves. And it is absolutely heartbreaking to me. Because I know how blessed I am. I know how I know how fortunate I am with the people in my life. But some people aren't that fortunate. And that being said, I think one thing that people don't take enough time to appreciate or the temporary people that we have in our lives. Um, it's easy to feel as if you get to know somebody. It, it happens to everybody. Sometimes you'll get to know somebody. You'll get close um, for a few months, maybe a year, maybe a couple years. And then something happens. You have a falling out. You lose touch. Whatever it may be. Some Sometimes people will take that as a complete negative. They'll take it and they'll only be reminded of, I got close to this person, I let them in, and they just left me. It's easy to get into that pocket. I've been there myself. I have. And it's never a good feeling losing somebody in your life that you care about. Especially when it was a choice to be. It was a choice made. Whether it was a conscious choice or not. It was still a choice that this person is no longer in your life. But I think people should take more time. And appreciate those people anyway. Um, I'll get, I will give an example. Because I feel, I feel God puts people in our lives for a reason. Be it good, bad, indifferent, whatever. I believe we meet who we need to meet in our lives. Um, and my example is this. I won't, use, I won't use her name. But I was laying in bed one night and I was thinking about this. And I felt it was the first example I could think to make. I, um, in a previous place I worked, we hired this girl. I got to know her, 
Um, I've I seen her in the same aisle I was in. This was a uh, supermarket. We were in the same aisle, and I hadn't met her yet. I had just seen her. So I walk up to her, and I hold, I take my glove off because I wore gloves. I took my glove off, and I put my hand out to shake her hand, and she gave me this look. Um, she just looked at me, and she took my hand, she shook it, she goes, hello, my name is, and she told me her name. Um, but she goes, you really just shook my hand? And I'm, I'm laughing, and I'm like, well, yeah, why not? She goes, no, nobody else did that, just you. Like, nobody else shook my hand. They just say, hey, hey, and then we get to work. She goes, but you actually shook my hand and took your glove off the door. And um, our, our connection kind of started off there. She wasn't used to that, and um, it just, it just, it piqued her interest, and it was different for her. So that started a, a very nice, fun friendship. Um, we started talking a lot more. Um, working with each other more when we could. Through hanging out with her and getting to know her, I started getting feelings for her. Um, the issue was she was in a relationship. Um, and I knew the guy. I hadn't talked to him in years. In, like, years and years that I hadn't talked to him, but I knew who he was. However, she told me that he was abusive. And, um, and I believed her. Uh, to this day, I still believe her. I, I, I truly believe he was abusive. Um, but I was still getting feelings for her. And I also felt a sense of, I want to protect her. Because, like, because she was, well, she is, she, she's still around. Not in my life, but she's still around, um, thankfully. Um, but she's just a good, a good person, a really good person. So I, I got protective. I got sentimental with her, but I also kept that respectful distance of not pushing any motives, not trying to um, steal her away. But I, I was always honest with her. She asked me my opinion, I'd tell her my opinion on him, their relationship, what from what I could see. Because I base all my opinions and viewpoints off what I know, what I see. What you're telling me is one thing. But unless I have both sides of the story, I can't completely invest into that um, as fact. But we choose what we believe and what we don't. I tried my best not to seem like this guy just trying to ruin a relationship which honestly wasn't worth keeping we both start to get closer um sometimes we take lunch breaks and we'd leave the store um we'd go down the road and to the parking lot of another store we just sit in our car um and one day we were sitting in her car, um, we were drinking something, I think I was drinking a sweet tea, I don't, I don't, I can't remember what she was having, um, but we were sitting there drinking, but I get out of the car, and I motion her to come around to the back of the car, she does, she comes back, I, I lean against the, I can't remember what kind of car it was, um, but I lean back against it, and I pull her against me. She's like, you know, what what are you doing? And I and I told her, I said, I just want to hold you for a minute. And so she leaned up against me, and she wrapped her arms around me, and I, I put my left arm on her back, and I put my right hand on the back of her head, and I held her against me. And if she would have pulled back, if she would have kind of... If she would have shown signs that she was uncomfortable, I would have 
I would immediately just kind of, you know, okay, that's fine. But she held me, and I felt her hold me tighter. So I, so I held her more snug. And we're standing there for probably 20, 30 seconds. And she starts, it's hard to explain how I, I couldn't, it, it's hard to explain, but I felt her start to cry. That's going to be another episode about empathy, um, focused around that, um, and high sensitivity. But I could feel her starting to get really emotional. So I just held her tighter. And I said, because like I said, she was in an abusive relationship. Um, she was scared to death of somebody seeing her, even at this, we work night shift. So even at like 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning, she's scared someone's going to see us. She's scared that he's going to find out that she's with me on a lunch break. But she held me tighter, and she started to cry. And and I say to her, you know you're safe, right? You know you're safe right now. And she couldn't, she couldn't say anything. She not, she just nodded. Like I said, she was getting emotional. She was starting to cry. And all she could do is nod. And she just nodded yes. And so I just kept holding her. And um, that moment has never left me because we have a lot of moments of sorrow, joy uncertainty but one of the best moments that I can really explain one of the most um, uplifting soul soothing feelings in this world is having the honor of somebody feeling safe in your arms That is a feeling that you can't buy, you can't persuade, you can't manipulate. The genuine feeling of feeling safe in somebody's arms, or somebody feeling safe in your arms, it is a pure, genuine offering of trust. It's just one of those things that you can't replicate, you can't fake. That was that that moment will always stick with me. We just got closer, but eventually I felt like she was starting to send signals similar to the signals I was feeling to others. Whether she was or not, I don't know. It could have just been me kind of being paranoid. It could have been me just being jealous because like I said, I the, with my lack of self-confidence Sometimes I would see things that really weren't what I was looking at. Um, so she could have very much not have been sending signals to other people like she sent to me. Um, but either way, we started to get a rift in our bond. One night, I was at work and I was talking to a buddy of mine. His name was Taj. Um one of the most absolute genuine people I have ever gotten the honor to know. He passed away a couple years ago, but um, he's never left my heart. He never will. Um, he was he was somebody who I, I he was somebody who I considered my brother. I still consider him my brother. I loved him more than I can say. He was just an amazing person. Um, but we were working, and um, we were walking away from, I think, a break or a lunch. Uh, but um, we were walking away, and we were talking about her, her and I. And uh, I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm done. I, uh, I can't. If she wanted more, she would tell me she wanted more. Um, 
if she was going to leave that relationship, she would have by now, and, um, just kind of, just kind of menting, just because it, it felt like I was, it, it felt like she was pulling away, and I, I felt like I was, I was just, I felt like I was just stuck on her, because I, I, I did get, I did get deep feelings for her, um, but I was just kind of letting, letting that out, because like I said, I was just, I was, I was wanting more, but because of the situation she was in, she couldn't, she didn't feel as if she could go further, she, she didn't want to make it work, if she could, um, it got to a point where I felt as if, you know, it just wasn't gonna happen, and, uh, um, I just started kind of venting and everything, and I go, you know what, there's more fish in the sea, Taj, and he goes, yup, yup, there is, and I, and I, I, we were walking as I said it, and then I stop, and I look at him, and I go, but I really like that fish, and he put his arm around me, he goes, I know, I know, <laughs> but, um, I, uh, she actually, for a lot of my life, I dressed in mostly black, uh, black shoes, black jeans, or cargos, or something like that. She actually triggered me into switching up my style. I, I started wearing more blue jeans. I started wearing, you know how people sometimes, you know, new, new me, new look, and all that stuff, um. I just switched to sandy work boots, more blue jeans, uh, long sleeve roll-ups, and just I, I just changed my appearance. I changed my style in hopes to get a different feeling, a different sensation, and it worked. It worked pretty well, um, and we were still talking once in a while, just you know, staying, trying to stay friends. I mean, I didn't want to lose our friendship just because it didn't wasn't going further. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it just slowly got dry, um, she eventually left that job, and, um, she worked somewhere else for a while, and we'd still talk once in a while, but eventually we, we just didn't talk much at all, she had got back together, she was trying to make it work with him, and she what went on when she went all in on it um which you know I, that's fine i didn't get mad at her i didn't get upset um because i don't i i stopped getting mad on behalf of a long time ago if she felt that's what she needed to do then i was hey go ahead i hope things get better i hope he changes but um if that's how you feel that's what you want to do then go ahead and do it so we st we didn't talk for a while. Um, then a few months but passed by, and she told me she loved him, and that what it it was a kick to my self esteem a bit because she told me she had left him, and then she told me she was already with another guy. Um, so that hit me. It, weird way, but I was still happy for her, because at this point, by the time she started talking to me again, I was interested in somebody else, because I accepted the fact that she was going to try to be with him, make things work, she just cut me off, she unfriended me, she just kind of removed me from her life, so I'm like, that's fine, you know, but she as me out of the blue a few months later and then she tells me about she messages me she tells me that she broke up with him and then she's with someone new um and at this time i was involved with somebody else um nothing serious but we were at least kind of in the beginning phases of a potential relationship um and she told me about but she was telling me about her 
you know, not being with him anymore and being treated a lot better now with the new guy. And I messaged her. I think I messaged her back. She unfriended me. And then I never talked to her again since. What I messaged her back was, well, I'm really happy that you're in a better situation now. And I'm just glad that you knew you could come back. I'm just glad you knew that you could still come and talk to me about anything. And you, that you still knew I would be here. Because I don't, that, that's what I sent to her. Because I don't like to burn bridges, I don't have to. Um, I, I just don't. I, I value friendship, I value bonds. And even if we don't talk every day or every, even every week, um, I still like to keep people important to me in my life in one way or another. If, if you need me, you can reach me. But I sent her that, and I think she thought I was basically saying, I'm glad that, I think she felt as if I was just insinuating now that they're not together, that we would be together. At least that's what I think. I I don't know what other reason other than unless he's just an uh, insecure person. Why she would just delete me again and never talk to me. Um, either he was insecure about it. Either that or she thought I was insinuating that now that they're now that she's not with her ex. Now it's just going to be me and her and I'm just going to go right into chase mode which wasn't the case because like i said i was already in, involved with somebody else at this point but i would have liked to have her that's what i was that's what i was meaning i was saying i'm glad that you could still i'm glad that we could still have a friendship at all because that's what was all that's all i was wanting at that point i would just i was glad i got a i was glad she came back into my life hopefully hoping that we were going to be friends again and I'd see her in a healthier situation. But she just unfriended me. She stopped talking to me. And like I said, we haven't talked to each other since. And um, despite how it ended, despite how our friendship ended, I look back on that whole situation and I'm thankful for it. I'm, th I'm thankful for it because I... I have memories I'll never forget. I have feelings I'll never forget. The way she looked at me when I shook her hand. The way she held me when she felt safe. Just the way she'd look at me and smile and laugh at my jokes or something stupid I said. when we'd be working together and she would tell me you smell nice and just smile at me you know like feel good moments that I'll always have with me and she really is a good person um because I'll check on her once in a while just I'll look up her name I'll see she's happy I'll see that, that I'll see that she looks like she's happy and then I'll then I'll smile I do that with a few people that I don't talk to anymore that have left my life. I'll look them up, see if they're doing well, and if they are, I'll just smile. Because I I value the people in my life. I value them so much. And I also value the people that I've lost in my life. I value what they contributed to it. I see every person as a book. And... For me to get to read any chapters of another of another book is something I take serious. It's something I take an honor in. So even though things ended badly with me and her, not badly, but ended just because things ended on a sour note between her and I, I still treasure the friendship we had. Her and I, we weren't meant to happen. Um... It just wasn't meant to happen at that time. She got married. Um, she had another son. And, uh, you know, things work out how they're supposed to. 
I wouldn't have been able to make the connections, meet some of the people that I've met if I had been caught up in that situation and with her. Um, so I would have, I would have missed out as well on a lot of good connections and, um, things just happen how they're supposed to. You can look at a situation a certain way. We're emotional animals. We go off our emotions. We sometimes rush to our emotions. But, um, that's why you gotta... That's why you gotta take everything in life and really inspect it, digest it, and take it for what it is. Just because something seems bad at one point doesn't mean it's really bad. You might think that you're losing something. And I, I mean, in this case, I did lose a friendship that I wish I hadn't. I very much wish that we'd still be friends. But, um, but going back to what I was saying, you can look at something and think, I just lost something. But sometimes you don't realize God is helping you. God is helping you by taking away the thing that you thought should be there. What you feel belongs in your life. Sometimes it leaves. And it... And it, more times than not, we use for a good reason, whether either of you realize it. So that's that's where I'm at with that. Um, I wish her nothing but the best. I still pray for her once in a while um, when she crosses my mind. Her and her husband and her children. She's a wonderful mom. She's a wonderful person. Like There's no ill will towards her at all. Like I said, I, I look back at I look back at that situation and I smile more than I get upset. Do I miss her as a friend? I, I really do. But she's healthy. She's She seems to be happy. And when it comes to people that we care about or cared about, that's all that matters. Also, um, that situation with her and I actually helped teach me a valuable lesson towards myself prior to that I was one of those people who quote-unquote wore my heart on my sleeve I uh, would fall easy um, anybody who would show me interest I would gravitate towards um, and that I don't say that to diminish anything um, like what we had, it isn't saying that it didn't, that it wasn't important, that it was, um, just how it was with everyone, it, that's not what I'm saying, I'm just saying, I, I, for the, as long as I can remember, heavily after hardships as a kid, um, after a certain point, I started to really just get emotional very easy. I would very um, affectionate, uh, just a strong heart that would just for the longest time, I've just been very affectionate, very loving, um, very hungry for love and compassion and when you take that and you mold it with bad self-confidence you get attention from somebody and it feels almost like breathing fresh air after so long feeling suffocated you know i wasn't the most attractive kid i wasn't the most good looking boy i don't think so I had a history of always having a crush on somebody and then them choosing my friend over me. Um, and it affected me. As it would affect anybody. But I always, I always had that, just that want to not just be loved or be wanted, 
but to want and love. Um, and it was always strong in me. And because of that, I would wear my heart on my sleeve. I would fall easy, fall hard. But with the situation with her and I, it, act, it actually made me better. It really made me learn how to pocket my heartstrings, how to be a little more reserved, be a little more protective, be a little more protective with my heart. Um, you could say be more hard to get. Um, she really, I. This is what I mean. Um, some could look back on the situation and take more bitterness from it, but honestly, she helped me. She she had a part in helping me become who I am today. And the interesting part of the story is when I said, by the time she messaged me back after so long of not talking to me and how I was involved with somebody else at the time, the way me and the other girl were involved was a byproduct of my new attitude towards myself and women I'm drawn to because this young lady who I was involved with at the time she pursued me I didn't pursue her because after because after the first girl and I was when she stopped talking to me the first time, that's when it changed me. That's what was the catalyst to help me change. And I kind of just shut down. I, the next girl I was involved with, um, again, she started working where I worked. And at this point, I wasn't interested in anything. I was still kind of figuring myself out, and in order to work on myself, I did not let myself get interested in anybody, even if I found them attractive, which the second which the second girl I'm talking about, I was attracted to her. Um, but I was I was determined not to fall easy, and I didn't. She uh, pursued me. And she did it enough to where I eventually I did give it a chance. And that's a whole other story. Um, which her and I are still great friends to this day. Um, I'm thankful for what we had to. But um, what I'm trying to get at is the girl I was talking about originally in this episode. She is part of the reason why I am how I am today. She showed me something that helped me tap into where I needed in myself. It was already there, but she helped me find it. She gave me a reason to take the time, take the emotional weight to find it, and I did. And, I t and, and, and it's weird because once I started not being interested, the first person who I was attracted to but wasn't interested in because I wasn't interested in anybody at the time for one of the few times in my life at the moment I was the one being pursued it that it was they were both instrumental in me being how I am today because she helped me find what I needed to find that in myself and then the second young lady reassured me that that's what I needed to do so you could look at a situation as this person got close to me, then they shut me out of their life and acted like I wasn't nothing. You could look at it like that. I wouldn't blame you. Part of me did look at it like that at a time. But honestly, it happened. It happened for a reason. It helped make me the man I am today. What it comes down to is you can look at the bitter side of it, or you can just accept it 
and focus on what you gained from it. I gained a lot from that experience. I gained a lot from her and I's involvement. And that's what I call it, an involvement. I haven't officially been in a relationship in 12 years. I've been involved with different women. But nothing ever crossed that threshold. And a big part of that is how I see myself right now. I have a certain expectation of how a woman deserves to be treated. What a woman deserves to have. What anybody really deserves to have in a relationship. I have an expectation. I have a, I have an image of what somebody deserves. And if I'm going to be with somebody, she deserves every ounce of it. And if I don't feel like I can deliver on what I want to give, what I feel she would deserve, then I'm not getting myself in a relationship like that. That's just how I am. I know when I'm with somebody, I, I don't mean to say this in a way that's conceited or egotistical because I promise I'm not coming from a place like that. Like I said, my self-confidence is not well. But I know for a fact, I know how to love somebody. I know that... I know how to be compassionate. I know how to love somebody. I know how to comfort somebody. If I feel like I can't lift somebody off their feet, then I gotta just keep working out till I do. I'm working on myself until I feel like I'm ready, until I feel like I'm the man that somebody deserves. I just, I just work on me. Like I said, I, I I've been involved. I. I will get to know somebody. I'll, if something, you know, if something happens, it happens. But good people deserve great things, and that's my focus. And it took some heartaches along the way to realize. It took some people breaking my heart for me to really understand how to comfort my own. People will break your heart in life, and if you don't know how to hold and comfort your heart to fix it yourself, it's only going to get worse. You need to learn how to comfort your heart. You need to learn how you need to learn how to pick up your pieces, and that could be a whole another episode too. I would be glad to talk to you about that as well in an episode committed to just that. But to get back on track. And I told you, probably wouldn't succeed in sticking to the topic. I do branch out. However, it does tie in. So I will say that. But that being said, that that's, in a nutshell, that's how, that's just one example of how people who leave your life under bad circumstances or unknown circumstances really evaluate the situation look at it with new eyes outside that box you were in look at it differently please do yourself a favor and appreciate the good that came out of it don't punish yourself over the bad i just really appreciate the people that have been in my life whether they're still here or not i believe there's lessons in every person we meet Good, bad, neutral. Getting to know somebody is a valuable asset. It's a valuable blessing. If you lose touch, it's... can be unfortunate, but you shouldn't look at a lost friendship as all bad. Just like anything in life. Bad things happen. Try try to pull a lesson from it try to pull any source of light from that shadow if life was always ups and ups and ups would you really value those ups as much would you really appreciate the good as much as you do if you hadn't went through the bad
take what people that end your life give you and use it to better yourself. Use it to better the way you treat others. Use it to better your mental health and, and being able to cope with losing people that you love. There's a valuable lesson in it. There's an there's a priceless value in appreciating what most will take for granted. So wherever you're listening to this, if you have an experience like that, if you have someone in particular like that, a memory that you don't, a memory with somebody who for one reason or another isn't in your life, I would love to hear about it in the comments, wherever the, wherever this is posted, wherever you're listening to it. I would love to hear about that. I would, I, I would love to read it. That would be my talking point for today. Um, I appreciate it. If you're still listening, I truly thank you for sticking with me this long. You've, you've, you have put aside an almost an hour of your day to listen to me. That is something I cannot properly thank you for. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. I hope to see this podcast do well. The more people respond to it, the more people who listen to it, the more likely it is for me to keep doing it. Um, I'm going to try to get things set up for it. A, uh, um, like I said, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm planning on doing a consistent schedule. Same day, same time, every week. I just appreciate you listening. I would really appreciate a follow, a share. Depending on what this is on right now. I, if it's on YouTube, a, a like, a subscription. Notifications being turned on. If it's on Facebook, follow the Shadow and Breathe page. Um, share it out with your friends if you think they'd be interested in this. Uh, I don't know what the next episode's topic will be, but it will be a little more direct into that. And that wouldn't, it isn't going to need the introduction like today's episode did. I certainly would love to see this grow. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that could relate to what I'm saying. But that will be it for today. I thank you so very much for listening to the Shatter and Breathe podcast, episode one. And I look forward to seeing you back here, same time next week. God bless. Peace.